When scientific research uncovered molecules through an exploding seaweed experiment, the results were a combination of bioactives and super supplements for skin. This is how Seabody, a luxury and technology-driven skincare and supplement brand, was born. Powered by bio-based technologies, Seabody is building a future heritage brand with Irish origins. Get ready to learn from Dr. Helena McMahon about all things carbon negative, circular beauty, and of course, seaweed. Hello and welcome to Tech Powered Luxury, your weekly podcast dedicated to the intersection of the luxury and technology industries. The goal of each of these episodes is to bring international and actionable insights to people passionate about the luxury and tech industries. In today's episode of Tech Powered Luxury, we have Ireland, or to be more precise, Kerry-based Dr. Helena McMahon with us. Helena is the true embodiment of the concept of tech-powered luxury when it comes to leveraging cutting-edge technology to create a modern luxury skincare brand. Director of Ireland's Centre of Carbon, Climate and Community Action, head of the STEM department at the Munster Technological University and co-founder of luxury skincare brand Seabody. Dr. Helena McMahon is a woman trailblazing in the name of science, technology, and the role of these in building a luxury skincare and sustainable brand. I'm so excited to deep dive and learn from Dr. Helena's experiences. We're in for a really eye-opening episode today. Helena, welcome to Tech Powered Luxury. I'm so happy to have you on board and learn from you today. Everything to do with microalgae, carbon impact, skin supplements, SPF, and all of the other elements involved in creating a science and sustainability driven skincare brand. So to get started, I would like to ask you, who are you and what led you to where you are today? Hi, firstly, thank you so much for the invitation to this conversation today. I've so been looking forward to it. And um, that's such a big question. Um, I think I'm just going to focus on who I am professionally. So professionally, I'm a scientist and I'm also um, a creative. And in terms of what's led me to where I am today, I've just always been fascinated by discovery. And when I was really young, I uh, the first thing I wanted to be was an air hostess because I thought going out and discovering the world was just the most exciting thing ever. And I think it might also have been my first interest in luxury because I just thought it was so glamorous and fantastic. And then I became interested in archaeology of all things, which is, you know, all about discovering the past. But then I discovered the human body and that was it for me. I just became so fascinated by human biology and physiology and how the body worked and why the body worked and when you got sick, what went wrong and trying to figure out therapies and all of that. So that really set me off on my academic career. So I had I have a, um, a bachelor's degree in biomedical science and then I went on and did a master's in molecular medicine, which again is looking at, you know, the cellular level, gene therapy, cellular therapeutics and stem cell therapeutics. And then that wasn't enough. I went off then and did a PhD in gene and cellular therapeutics, uh, which was just absolutely amazing. Um, but then I got an opportunity to apply all of that kind of molecular biotechnology knowledge to look at, at natural products and characterizing products from nature. And then I realized, wow, nature is actually the most intelligent technology on the planet. It has created all of these amazing molecules over millennia of evolution that actually have health benefits. So then I just was like, this is definitely what I'm interested in. And I started pursuing that. And then in parallel, I kind of had that light bulb moment of if we're going to go to nature for these molecules to create new products that can drive a transition to a more sustainable economy, 
then we absolutely need to do that in a really, really sustainable way. And then that got me interested in this whole research and development area that I've been working on in the past 10 years around sustainability. And that has led me to Seabody. So not a direct path at all. Wow. Okay. I have so many questions, but (laughs) we've got you for an hour. So we're going to be able to really deep dive into so many elements of that. First of all, it's incredible to hear about your educational experiences and the journey that you've been on. You're clearly a lifelong learner, but I know you're also a teacher. So Mm. we'll get into that later. We know this podcast, it's all about luxury and technology and how they interact with each other. The luxury industry has so many different facets from hard luxury to luxury services and whatnot, but actually technology also has many facets. So I wanted to ask you, what was the moment that you realized you wanted to broaden out of STEM and really dive into the luxury industry and bring your scientific and technological knowledge into the luxury industry? Um, Ashley, I never in a million years imagined that I I would end up involved in developing a luxury skincare brand. Um, I knew that I'd always be involved in in technology development and commercialization because that's always what got me excited. And as mentioned, I'm I'm just a total white coat, a scientist. And um, the projects that I gravitated to throughout my career were all around product development and technology development. So looking at gene therapies, I was involved in a project that was trying to create functional foods for astronauts, um, looking at functional beverages, supplements for hair growth. So I always kind of leaned towards product development. And then when I became involved in Nutramara, which is the biotechnology company behind um, Seabody, um, we were looking at, right, how do we bring these ingredients, amazing ingredients to market? And when we saw the ones that had skincare benefits, we were like, absolutely we have beautiful molecules here with high, the highest of efficacy relevant for skincare. And we were looking at sustainability and making sure that we were as natural as possible. And we wanted the high efficacy. And it's a huge challenge to bring together those um, elements into a skincare brand. And what I wanted was I was like, you know what? You shouldn't have to sacrifice or diminish the quality and the luxury experience that you have just because something is natural and sustainable. Uh, and science-led. So that's really what kind of pushed me down to really creating something that was a luxury brand, but brought all of those elements in together. So yeah, that's where we ended up where we are. Fantastic. Helena, you explain your journey and each step so clearly that it's actually hard to believe that creating Seabody wasn't part of your plan all along. Uh, It's brilliant to see both science and technology as the foundation of a skincare brand Mm -hmm. with, of course, sustainability at the core. But looking back over these last years and all of the changes that have happened in relation to science and technology, what is the most surprising element of the current state of the beauty industry today for you? Yeah, when when I started developing the formulations, um, which was very much a data led process for me. So looking at the data that we had around the molecules, um, what really surprised me was there's, I suppose, a little bit of a lack of standardization. And one really good example, I think, is the clean beauty movement. So what clean beauty means completely differs from brand to brand. So that, I think, can be a little bit confusing for customers in terms of how they select products and the decisions that they're making. So that was one of the things that surprised me a little bit. And then I think it extends into sustainability as well. What sustainability is means something completely different to each of the different brands, depending on how you, I suppose, set your stall out and the things that you can achieve and deliver on. Um, so they were the kind of two big things for me that I was surprised by in the industry. Thank you for sharing that. So fascinated by all the experiences that you've had and the wealth of knowledge that you're bringing to skincare from 
food for astronauts, supplements to help bone strength. It's it's amazing. And I think all of that is what you've poured into the creation of Seabody. So for anyone who doesn't know Seabody, it is a freshly launched skincare brand. You've just landed on shelves in Brown Thomas, which is absolutely incredible. It's the same luxury retail group as Selfridges in the UK, Cadave in Berlin, Globus in Switzerland, and many more. So it's a huge achievement, especially at the infancy of a brand and something that brand owners strive for for many, many years. So Helena, can you share with us more about about the brand, about Seabody and what position it actually holds in the industry? Yeah, so so Seabody is newly launched. So we're, we're only a baby brand in our infancy. Um, and we're not even out there now 12 months. So it's still a really exciting and new, and new time for us. Um, we are a marine circular health and beauty brand so um that kind of encapsulates what we what we are we have a range of skincare um products and we have a range of supplements um uh, for a range of of different health issues and we are based on biotechnology um at the core of the company is a marine biotechnology company where we have developed state-of-the-art technologies for the identification and isolation of molecules locked up in seaweed that have health benefits And how we've done that is it's called biodiscovery. So basically we took the seaweed and developed technologies that can literally explode the seaweed open. So if you think when you go to the cinema and you see the popcorn uh, inside in that little square box and it's all kind of bubbling over and you can see all the kernels popping up into the air, that's like what we do with the seaweed. We take it, we explode it, uh, we grab all of those uh, molecules and then we sort them out. So we put them into little piles and uh, we figured out what they do. We had no idea what they were going to do. So we had a look in, in the lab and we were like, oh, my God, these are really good for collagen and elastin and hydration. So these are the types of things that you absolutely put into a skincare range. And then at the same time, we did more discovery and we looked and we said, oh, my God, look, these are really good for the biomarkers for bone. This is really good for your microbiome and this is good for your immune system. So then we were very much taking a data led approach to the design and development of new products, harnessing these amazing molecules that we um, isolated from seaweed. So that's really the technology core of, of the company. And then it was, as I was talking about earlier, it's taking that then and bringing it forward to create beautiful products that are amazing to use and that deliver amazing health benefits. Um, And that's how we ended up being both a supplement and a skincare company. Helena, I'm just imagining a group of scientists in a lab exploding seaweed and coming across this discovery of super molecules, almost like something that you would see in a movie. And now, of course, that research has turned into a luxury skincare brand. And it's really interesting to see that Seabody is coming with two very different product offerings based on that original scientific discovery. So they are supplements and skincare which makes a lot of sense, but it's actually something that we're only starting to see within the beauty industry now. So what was the thought process behind bringing both of these product categories to market at the same time and in the same place? Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it causes a lot of confusion when we go to, um, we meet retailers and we talk about partnerships. They're like, do these both go on the same shelf or do we put these in the skincare aisle and do these are, you know, the virtual store and do these go over here with the supplements? And we're like, no, they all go together in the same place because it's a complete system. And we took, it's, it's, I suppose, reflects like the systems innovation approach where you look at human health as a full system 
and we all have different health issues and they can change depending on the time of year and the pressures we're under, et cetera. So we wanted to take this kind of more systematic, holistic approach to health and wellness. And then when we went to look at the seaweed and the molecules that we had available to us, our little Pandora's box of magic, we saw that we had a range of different bioactive molecules that were good for different aspects of your health and wellness. So then that's why we brought those, um, I suppose, to the market together within uh, within a single brand. So I think we all need to look at our, our health and wellness from a more holistic uh, perspective. And then the other piece to that, there's a huge amount of understanding now that you have to work from the inside out and the outside in with regard to your skincare. So that's why we have the beautiful topical products. And then we also have the beauty supplement to support your skin from, from the inside out. Super interesting. And I love that with Seabody, you had such a science-driven approach, data-driven approach, and also what does the what, what, what do humans need? And it wasn't about what are the expectations in the industry? What way are the shelves literally organized within the store? And that you're challenging that and that you're also educating retailers, your partners, and obviously consumers as well. So kudos on that, because I imagine it's been extra challenging. <laughs> yeah, look, no, <laughs> we seem to set ourselves loads of challenges within Seabody. You know, it was the first, when we first started, we were like, let's make these amazing ingredients. And then it was like, no, let's make these beautiful consumer brands. And then it's like, no, let's do this in a completely different way. And let's be as sustainable as we can. So it kind of has slowed us down a little bit at the start uh, because we tackled all of these challenges all at once. But I think now we're starting to see the acceleration because we we did the prioritization at the start, actually. So Hopefully it'll it'll uh, it'll start to give return. Absolutely. So we've learned a little bit about your production, even how you discovered these molecules. I love that image of the microwave with the, the seaweeds inside, and then figuring out what can you take from them. But I'd love to know about how it is that you have a zero waste production method, and what is the technology behind that? Yeah. So this is this is so important to to us, Ashley, and what we're doing. Um, you know, when you, know, you asked me to describe the company, I said we're a circular marine uh, health, beauty and wellness company. And that's exactly what we are. So um, taking all of my kind of academic background and sustainability, the whole area of circular economy is, is just hugely important to me in, in the work that I do. So that was embedded within the company and even the co-founders within the company all are of a similar mindset. So we were like, right, if we're going to use this beautiful natural resource we have to maximize how we're using it and do it in a really sustainable way and get the most out of it we don't want to have waste a single gram of this beautiful superfood this amazing plant and i suppose the big movement was around you know circularity and zero waste so basically what it means is you take in let's say 100 kilos of seaweed it goes into um, our biotechnology hub and it gets processed so it gets exploded open all of the different things get separated out in different ways, depending on what we want to create. And then at the end of it, you get out 100 kilos, but it's not seaweed. It's all of these different ingredients and bioactive molecules. And it's true mass balances and all of these different things that you can figure out, you know, if you've managed to, if you've managed to achieve that. So what you, you have one input in, and then you end up with six, seven, eight, nine different outputs on the other end, which are all of the seaweed, but separated out into different things. Fantastic. Helena, I imagine that it's deeply complex to turn molecules into a consumer product. And perhaps then it's even more challenging to turn a consumer product into a fully fledged luxury brand. So could you tell us more about your entrepreneurial journey with Seabody and 
what have been the biggest challenges in bringing an incredibly science-rich portfolio of products to the luxury market? Yeah, there's loads. Yeah. Um, I love the honesty. (laughs) Yeah. Where do we start? It's not straight. It's definitely not straightforward. (laughs) And it's just, it's been such a big leap for me as well, going from the, you know, the the white coat into into this kind of, you know, creating a company and and new products and bringing them to market. So one of the things is just the complexity of, of what we're doing. You know, the, um, People are super interested in, you know, tell us about your bioactives and tell us about how you process them. And it's really, really complex. And working, um, I suppose, to make sure that consumers can understand the value proposition that's in your company because of the amount of technology behind it. That's really hard because the last thing you want is for people to glaze over or feel it's not relatable or they don't understand or they they don't get it. So that's really hard from from the comms perspective. um, That's quite challenging. Then you have the whole regulatory piece. Like we are bringing brand new ingredients and molecules to market. So in terms of food regulations and cosmetic regulations and all of that compliance, there's huge hurdles in that. And that takes absolutely ages. We have a fantastic team working around regulatory and quality assurance, but that's that's a huge uh, piece. And then sourcing the co-ingredients, sourcing all of the other elements that go with the product. So um, that's really, really challenging, especially when we've got such an emphasis on natural, sustainable, ethically sourced, organic, all of that. So that that presents um, another challenge um, as well. And then I suppose the scaling of the production of the molecules. Lots of people have been trying to do what we do in the lab and get 10 grams and 20 grams. But we were saying, right, we're taking this now from the lab out into commercial scale and and industry reality and scaling the production that's been a huge challenge as well. So um, yeah, lots of lots of things. Mm. Challenging, but exciting. You're really pushing the boundaries of science and skincare. Absolutely. Yeah. It's look, it's really, really exciting. It's super rewarding. And um, there's a fantastic team. We get along really, really well. So it's the, um, yeah, the excitement and the collaboration keeps you going. Wow. Super informative, Helena. And I have the feeling that Education is going to be a key part of Seabody's storytelling, not just from the perspective of educating consumers, but also your retailers, your brand partners, the entire community and all of the stakeholders involved in the brand. So, Helena, could you tell us what are what are you most proud about in relation to everything that you have already achieved since launching Seabody? Yeah, it's a good question. And you know what? Sometimes it that could change depending on the day you ask me. But today, <laughs> the things I'm most proud of, I suppose it's that we have stayed true to our, our goals. And that was around, you know, creating a company that is science and, and technology driven. And I think we absolutely have achieved a level of disruption through the technologies that we've created. Um, we've been very honest and we have a load of integrity about what we're doing. So I'm really proud of that. We want people to come into the company, ask us about our data, ask us about our supply chain. You know, we want to share all of that with you because we've spent so much time doing our best to get it right. We're not perfect, but we've spent so much time to, you know, make sure that we are the best that we can be with regard to sustainability and circularity and, and what we're doing. So I'm really proud of that. And then our commitment to luxury. I think we have absolutely created a range that is so luxurious, beautiful to use, beautifully designed, um, that I'm, I'm really, really proud of that because that's been you know a huge amount of work. And I think I really feel that we're creating a brand um, that is going to be a heritage brand of the future. I mean, the provenance behind 
what we're doing is so strong. We're using this beautiful, amazing indigenous resource from Ireland that has a huge history to it. I mean, we've been using algae and seaweed for hundreds of years in Ireland, and we've just brought a completely new way to the market because we've used technology. And I'm just, I'm so proud of that. I love the focus, Helena. It's very clear that it's just the beginning for the first Irish heritage and luxury skincare brand. Now, I know that you're also the co-founder of multiple companies. You're involved with many different organizations, as we mentioned in your introduction. I'd love to know what is next for you and for Seabody. Yeah, yeah. So lots of balls in the air, but all kind of interconnected um, at the same time, though. I'm really, really lucky. So I suppose, look, I'll continue to do the work that I'm doing within the university around advancing the circular bioeconomy and the circular economy. Uh, We're doing amazing work supporting companies and, you know, developing training programs on the circular economy and really trying to create the workforce of the future and also support and encourage, um, I suppose, enterprise development around this whole area of technology deployment to create more sustainable products and services for consumers who are more consciously minded and I suppose um, making very intentional purchases because they want their hard-earned money basically to deliver positive impact into their lives and into the environment around them. So that's that's a piece of work that I'm going to keep working with um, in, in my university at work. Uh, so I'm super excited about that. So that's really important to me. Then within Seabody, it's we're on a scaling journey. I mean, we've just really kind of got out of the blocks. Um, we have gotten a fantastic response um, in the Irish market, which has been amazing. We are looking at internationalizing um, Seabody and we're having some amazing partnership discussions at the moment. So it's really the scaling of Seabody. And we've loads of NPD in the background as well. So lots of exciting new products and new ingredients um, to bring to market. And then there are some other new brands that are incubating in the background as well. Yeah, so really exciting and more of the same. So more brands that are powered by bio-based ingredients and technologies um, to that are, you know, can deliver real health and wellness benefits. So I'm super excited about that. Incredible. So excited to discover and follow this journey as well. And for anyone who's listening and who is discovering for the first time about biotechnologies and about the role of microalgae, the role of these different molecules in skincare, follow Dr. Helena McMahon on LinkedIn, because you share a lot there. That's how we got connected originally, actually. And it's something that's come up in quite a few of the episodes, the power of LinkedIn to share, to learn and to connect. Um, And on that note, so we have mentioned sustainability, zero waste and circularity many times already in this episode. But if you could tell us in a nutshell, like what is the sustainability mission of Seabody, that would be amazing to really understand what what role it has within the company. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a great question, um, Ashley. So, as I've mentioned, we're super focused on becoming the circular marine health and beauty company, and at the core of circularity really is all around delivering positive impact. So it's positive impact on the planet, positive impact um, to your customers, and also positive impact in the relationships that you create in in your supply chain. So that's a big, um, I suppose, mission for us. Um, With regard to, I suppose, our operations, we encompass a huge amount of the supply chain. So we're really progressing towards becoming a carbon negative company. So um, the ways in which we are working towards achieving that is that we have our own seaweed farms in the Irish Atlantic Ocean, where we're growing seaweeds 
um, for use in our products, but also um, to capture carbon. So that's really, really exciting um, for us in terms of our sustainability um, activities. And again, it's all around, I suppose, progressing our zero waste model and bringing more amazing products to market that have validated um, sustainability credentials. So we're doing a lot of work around LCA analysis and carbon footprinting. So um, it's just really to be a very honest and transparent company that has you know, the best in sustainability credentials. Thank you, Alina, for sharing everything with us. It's safe to say that sustainability is key to your brand development and your existence, as well as the message that you're sharing with your brand through its story. So making sustainability desirable is a huge challenge within the industry and many brands shy away from it. So it's fantastic to see Seabody lean into this in a very authentic way. On that note, what role do you expect sustainability to take on within the industry in the coming years? The beauty industry is it's really complex and it's very large and multidimensional. But one of the things that really struck me was um, this whole notion of standardization. And it's probably my scientific mind that kind of has led me to this point. But when I was developing the formulations for for the Seabody skincare products, I was really focused on you know, making sure that we used our ingredients that were natural, organically certified um, and uh, really good for your health, basically. And this kind of ties into this whole notion of clean beauty. And there's no actual standardization around it. There's no single standard that says clean beauty is X, Y and Z. And these are the ingredients you can use and these are the ingredients you can't use. There are multiple lists out there of kind of in and out ingredients uh, and different brands apply different standards. So that I found that quite confusing. And I think consumers find that quite confusing um, as well. Now, there are people out there who are doing fantastic work. So Greg Renfew, for example, the CEO of Beauty Counter, is really just blazing a trail in this whole area. She's working with Congress in the US around setting particular standards in around this whole clean beauty piece. So I think she's absolutely phenomenal And it does need somebody to kind of have that leadership role to pull these things forward. And then there's a similar, um, I suppose, situation with sustainability. We have lots of greenwashing. Sustainability means different things to different brands. And again, it's really confusing for for beauty customers to know, is this brand really sustainable or or is this just a little bit of greenwashing in terms of the packaging that they're using, etc. So I think there is a need for standardization um, in in that whole area. And I think one organization that's doing amazing work is Positive Luxury. So Positive Luxury is a UK-based organization. And basically, they work with luxury brands around um, ESGs, so environmental social governance criteria, um, right across their company to kind of measure what they're doing and evidence, I suppose, and validate that they have got good sustainability credentials right across their operations. And then you get a beautiful luxury butterfly mark. So Barbara Sturm and Tom Ford and San Jardine are amazing luxury brands that have this certification. And I think it's a fantastic thing. And in Seabody, we are the first Irish brand that's been accepted into the Positive Luxury Accelerator. So we're absolutely thrilled with that. And it really, I suppose, evidences that, you know, the luxury criteria of what we're doing, but also the sustainability Uh, work that we have uh, been doing as well. Absolutely. And we already see these shifts in the industry as Gen Z are more aware than any other consumer group. Transparency is at their fingertips as a digital first generation. Yeah, I totally agree. The the younger generation have um, eyes wide open, you know, and uh, they consume information at a really, really quick rate. They're really good at researching 
um, you know, brands and the backstories to, to what's going on. So I think they really value transparency. There's this whole notion of radical transparency now. So uh, I think, um, you know, that everybody has to have good ethics and evidence around what they're doing to, to, to go forward. Absolutely. Um, thank you for sharing all of those insights. And it's really interesting to see that you're not only thinking, how do we remain neutral, like carbon neutral or having zero impact, but actually it's you're going a step further. You want to be carbon negative. You want to actually have positive impact, not only on your customers, but also people and the planet, which is, you know, I, I haven't actually heard of this before from a skincare brand. So it's, it's, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. But if we go back to technology, what do you think is going to be the biggest technological shift within the next months and years when it comes to the luxury industry? Yeah, it's a really good question. There's so much going on uh, and so many technologies and developments are starting to come out of the lab and into the marketplace. Um, so I think the whole movement around bio-based materials um, is going to be huge. I mean, we can see some of the luxury brands um, moving towards these mycelium-based leathers, you know, that are, are generated in the lab from, from mushrooms, um, new and innovative fabrics generated from forestry waste and from um, from different types of plants, new ingredients from food waste. So I think it's this whole shift around bio-based um, is going to be absolutely um, huge. So I think that's really exciting. I think um, AI technologies and personalization is going to be absolutely huge. Uh, people really want to feel their products now are tailored to meet their specific needs. And um, I think this has exploded really in the past 24 months um, in the beauty industry in particular, we can see this personalization piece coming through and even in apparel and in the fashion industry, personalization is, uh, is something that's really large. So I think that's big. AR and VR technologies. I mean, you know, we can even see, I don't even know if people realize that oh, those filters that we all have uh, on our phones, that's AR technology. So that's another um, huge area as well um, going forward. And then actually, of course, the metaverse is huge. And I'm so excited to see what is going to be happening uh, in particular in, in beauty and fragrance and in particular in skincare. I think we can all get a feeling for uh, the metaverse in terms of fashion and, and color cosmetics, but to bring it to life for skincare and fragrance, which um, is more intangible, I think, in a way in a digital uh, environment, I think is, is going to be really interesting. And I think that's when uh, the storytelling and the community piece is really going to start to come to fore. So look, there's loads going on. It's, it's really, really exciting. I love to hear it, Alina. I can't wait to see Seabody launch maybe a seaweed farm in the metaverse to create educational and immersive experiences that, you know, couldn't be achieved for logistical, environmental, maybe budget reasons in the real world. So Web3 and skincare are just at their infancy. And it's fantastic to hear you speak about it already, you know, in the, the early days of your brand. So, Alina, you've had an incredible career from leading product development within laboratories to being the director of Ireland's Centre in Carbon, Climate and Community Action. You're also the head of the STEM department at the Munster Technological University, and now you're co-founder of Seabody. So what advice would you give to existing luxury brands today in relation to preparing for the next years of scientific and technological transformation? Yeah, look, I think it's it's lean into lean into the into the innovation community, I think is a really important thing. Um, some of these amazing luxury houses have been established for a really long time. They have a really fantastic history behind them. But it's sometimes quite difficult for large companies to be as agile 
as startups. And I think it's it's reaching out into the ecosystem, looking at new technologies, building collaborations and having an open mind to the integration of, of new technologies and new products and new ways of doing business um, is, uh, I think, is is a good way forward. And, you know, collaboration is never a negative thing. Everybody always benefits. And even just having those conversations can, you know, set off a spark that maybe you might not act on for six more months, but it's just having those conversations and building those networks, I think, is is the key thing. Helena, thank you so much for sharing your incredible knowledge, insights, experience. Uh, incredibly generous of you to bring such transparency to the table. And I'm sure everyone has learned so much today, whether it's people that are coming from a scientific background, technological one, from luxury brands or students who are trying to carve their own career path. So to close this episode of Tech Powered Luxury, we'd like to ask you one final question. What is the one skill that you would recommend for industry insiders to start working on today? Yeah, it's co-creation, Ashley, for sure. Um, it's, you know, you can only do amazing and wonderful things by bringing lots of people together that have multi-disciplines, lots of different perspectives, lots of different expertise, and, you know, just really working together to create something new in a respectful way, you know, that everybody gets to contribute, everybody listens, and um, that you give it the time it deserves. I mean, you don't create anything fantastic uh, overnight when you're working with a team. So, um, yeah, and to enjoy it. It's supposed to be fun, you know, so that's it. I couldn't agree more, Helena. Collaboration and co-creation in a science-led luxury skincare brand means bringing diverse skills and experiences under the one roof. And clearly it's been working really well so far for Seabody. And of course, it looks like you and everyone else is also having a lot of fun. Having fun. If you're not, listen, if you're not laughing along the way and, you know, getting enjoyment out of what you're doing, it just makes it really, really challenging. Look, there's nothing better. You know, when you get into that state of flow and you're just really enjoying what you're doing and you're sparking off each other, uh, you know, then you're kind of, you're you're doing good and you're in the right place. Exactly. Well, you know, we could genuinely talk to you all day and I still have so many more questions, but I know that I'm going to be seeing you very soon. So I'll bring those questions uh, offline. Thank you so much. This has been quite the journey. And for anyone that's listening who hadn't heard of Seabody before, make sure you go check them out. An incredible, sustainable, circular luxury skincare brand out of Ireland, which I feel very proud about as well. And we've been very honoured to have you today as our guest. So thank you, Dr. Helena McMahon. Thank you so much. It's been wonderful. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Tech Powered Luxury, your weekly podcast on all things luxury and tech. If you have enjoyed this episode, make sure to subscribe and follow Tech Powered Luxury on Instagram, TikTok, Snap, Twitter, LinkedIn, or sign up to our weekly newsletter. Tech Powered Luxury is proud to partner with GladCloud, the platform that is powering our media campaigns through its collaborative social media marketing platform, which is perhaps how you have discovered the podcast today. We'd love to hear from you if you have any ideas, questions, or would like to join us as a guest. 